Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith uh, podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and this is Jeremiah Campbell. Hello, hello. Hey there. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little, little, been a little bit spacey the last few days, but how are you? I am, I am well. Uh, I, as I said yesterday on uh, yesterday's podcast, that a uh, little bit under attack. So mm -hmm. uh, today I'm going to try to, and I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. So I'm going to try to really focus here and uh, just really just put God in front of me and just let him take over. So, um, but there's like attacks everywhere all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what that's like. Well, everybody does, I think, mm -hmm. you know, everybody, uh, like I said yesterday, you know, no, God never said it was going to be an easy life just because you became a Christian, you know? Yeah. So, um and I'm experiencing that right now. Not that it's, you know, uh, there was a, there's that saying, uh, God won't give you anything that you can't handle. But I always say God can't, God doesn't give you anything he can't handle. He can't and that's so true, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm um, giving it up to him, leaving it into his hands and just, yeah. So, so how was your week? My week has been rather slow. It feels very slow this week, um, and so we'll kind of get into that. Probably one of the reasons why we get into that later. But um, you know what? It, it's so funny. Um, I haven't been sleeping well, and I think that's due to my allergies or whatever. So at night, my family has been making fun of me because I can't talk straight. <laughs> it's like I've been drinking all day and I try to have a conversation. My words are just not coming out like they're supposed to. And so they've been making fun of me all week because every night there's a sentence or few that I just doesn't come out correctly. That's I think funny. I said steamstress instead of seamstress the other night and <laughs> they are just tearing me up about it. You know, and they don't give you any mercy. No. No, I know. Like my, my family does the same thing. My boys are honest, you know. Oh, God forbid you say something, you know, that's not right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Lack of sleep will do that to you. I think so. I think so. But other than that, you know, of course, you know, doing doing good. Yeah. Everybody's all right. And Cassie's recuperated, yes. Yeah, oh yeah, she's back at work. So she's, you know, she's now doing she doesn't like being back at work, but gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Absolutely. So yeah, Rich uh, took off to go check on his dad. So he's uh, got, actually comes back tonight. So that'll oh, be good. nice to have him back for the weekend. Three day weekends coming up, even mm -hmm. though we never know when whoever is out there uh, listening. Oh, by the way, let's back up the truck a little bit. Welcome to the Leap of Faith podcast. And thank you for joining us. I forgot to say that. <laughs> Um, we are so appreciative of everybody out there who is listening. And um, so I don't want you to all think that we're forgetting about you because, you know, we know you're well, out yeah. there listening. Yeah. We just get talking sometimes and it just kind of comes out, doesn't it? We do. We do. So I didn't want I just wanted to back up a little bit, make sure everybody recognizes the fact that we know that they're out there and, and they are listening to us. So uh, anyway, yeah. So da uh, Rich is coming back tonight. And uh, so then there's this three day weekend coming up right now uh, with Monday off. So that'll be kind of lovely to have a little, little 
reprieve from all the stuff that's going on on the backside. And that's what I told everybody. I'm like, you know, on the other side of that camera, there's another life happening. <laughs> and it's a lot of stuff. And, you know, you go through these little lulls where it's like, it's nice and okay. And then all of a sudden it's like you get bombarded. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah. So I think I told you guys about the house that we rent. Did I tell you about my house and, and that problem that I was having with that? I don't know the, if you said it on camera. Okay. So I have this house and we rent it and it, the bathroom got a little trashed. And so we've been dealing with that, you know, plus this is what's really funny before any of this happened, I finally resigned myself to the fact that I wanted to fix the bathroom in this house here in California, because I don't know whose bright idea this was way back in the eighties or whatever they did this design, but they countertops with tile and grout. So it's like a checker. Yeah. I don't know who mind blowing to me to keep that clean is ridiculous. I mean, it's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen and it's so dated. Well, I've been living with that for five years now. And so I finally told Rich, I said, we're going to go ahead and fix this. So I had this little laundry list of stuff that I needed my contractor to fix for me. Mm -hmm. So I'd already set aside that money <laughs> and I've committed to it. I can't pull the plug on it because I mean, this guy's ordered my countertop for me. So here I am committed to that. And then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, uh, we have to tear out your other bathroom and retile it and redo it twice, not once, but the second time now. So anyway, so it just, you know, Satan's funny. Boy, he just likes to just, you know, he's having a little party is what I, and what it's, I say. It's everything too, isn't it? It's just, it's not just one thing. It seems like it's like every little piece that he can try to get in, he gets in. He does. Or tries yeah. anyways. Yeah. And I, you know what? Satan stand behind me. That's all I gotta say. It's like mm -hmm. I, I'm not gonna deal with you. It's like God's gonna deal with you. I'm not gonna take this battle on and I'm just gonna give it all to God and just let him take care of it. So anyway, so yeah, that's uh that's uh life is life, you know, and, and yep. we promised everybody out there that we are real and we're not gonna sit there and sugarcoat stuff, that we live lives just like everybody else. I go back to that Matthew West song about how um uh, uh it starts out with line num line number one, uh we're supposed to all have it all together, line number two, um, you know, there's these lies that you know people have these perfect lives. And, you know, you're sitting there looking from the outside in and it's not true. You right. know, everybody's got troubles. And mm -hmm. so, you know, if, you know, keep your mess in, in behind closed doors is what, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. And, and I'm not saying you got to get up on a, you know, soapbox and start telling everybody your troubles. But right. I think that you you need to understand that not everybody's life is perfect and everybody has stuff happen to them and it's all in different increments. You might be looking at somebody who's on the high right now. Right. And, you know, and everything is good. And then, you know, you're in the midst of junk and then it might flip, you know, you're going to be in the good spot and they're going to be not in a good spot. So well, but, it's one of the things Ed, uh, our pastor at CBC says you're either going into the storm in the storm or coming out. So you're in one of three places and 
you go through these throughout your life. There's cycles of it. And that way, when you're in one and come out, you can help someone that's going in. Or, you know, you, you're always there for someone else being in a different part of the storm. But you're always going in, in it, or coming out. So That is true. That mm -hmm. is true. And actually, if you're in the storm and you can still help somebody, I think yes. that's huge. If you can put yourself separate. And it's tough. It's it's tough to be able to help somebody else out while you're in the storm. But um, I think that helps you out to make you feel like, okay, I'm not in this alone. Right. So, yeah. But God's there, and God will take care of it. And uh, you know, I've got my girlfriend whose mom is um, sick, and you know, we've been praying for her, and hopefully, she'll be getting out of the hospital uh, soon. You know, again we give it all to God, you know, he's going to take care of it because he knows the numbers on our head, the hairs on our head. And he knows everything. He knows the time, the day that, you know, he's taken us home. We don't know when that is. Right. So we just count it all as good. Every day is a blessing. Yes, ma'am. So, all right. Well, um, so let's, uh, let's open up in prayer because uh, that's what we always do. And then we'll dive right into, this is uh, chapter eight of John um, and it's episode 16.1 uh, that we're in. 16.1, yes, so, ma'am. All right, you wanna pray? All right, let's pray. Okay. Lord God, uh, amazing, amazing Father, uh, we come before you now and this time and, uh, what a blessing and what a praise we have for you uh, again to be able to to do this together uh to share your word and uh how awesome it is to to be in this situation and opportunity that we have lord my prayer uh this week lord is again to continue to bless those who are walking on this journey with us uh, whether they've just started uh, they're coming on board or they've been with us from the beginning, Lord. I pray a special blessing that, that they're joining us and taking the time uh, to get into your word, Lord. And I pray for the attacks uh, that are coming on um, individually, collectively. You know, we just talked about that, you know, we're either in the storm, coming in or out of it, Lord. And uh, whatever place that we're in, uh, I pray for wisdom and the strength to be able to recognize where we are and to put the focus on you and on helping others wherever they may be in the storm, Lord. Most of all, I thank you for uh, the many, many blessings that we all share, uh, being able to, to have a, a place to sleep, a place to eat, and fam family and friends to love with, Lord. And I pray that we continue to enjoy these blessings uh, every day, every hour, every minute. And most of all, thank you for your son, Jesus, who paid the sacrifice so that we can come before you, uh, have just a relationship with you uh, to be able to, to talk about our blessings and our struggles, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into uh, chapter eight of John. Episode Can I say something? Yeah, absolutely. Can I say something real quick? Um, yeah. So uh, my wife just got a new Daily Walk Bible. We, we got her one too. Yay. And so she's reading right from the beginning. And my precious wife, 
if you look at each day on our Bible, right, you can look at the date and it'll tell you a little synops- synopsis of what you're going to read. Yeah, the overview. The overview, right? Yeah. And then next to the date, it tells you what chapters you're going to read, right? Yeah. Well, my wife was actually just looking at the overview and reading from overview to overview, not looking at what chapter she's going to read. <laughs> I love my wife. She complained to me the other day. She's like, it stops in mid sentence when I'm reading from overview to overview. She says, that doesn't make any sense of why it would not let you finish the verse or the chapter. Because the way the overviews are laid out in the pages, you know, it's sometimes they're in the middle of a chapter. Have you, you, you noticed that, right? Uh, yes, yes. Yes. So she, again, she wasn't reading the overview and seeing that, oh, she reads all of chapter four and five today. She was just reading from page to page <laughs> and would complain that well, this page ends. <laughs> it took me several hours and then I finally went back. Well, sweetheart, it tells you in the overview, <laughs> you can read the entire <laughs> chapter. You don't have to stop halfway. And it's just, it was just something cute. And she's like, oh, oh I didn't know that. <laughs> but we're life. not following that anyway. No, we're not. She, but if you pick up this up. Bible, you do what? She's trying to do catch up. No, she's just reading from the beginning. Oh, okay. She's just doing it herself. I gotcha. Uh, following from, you know, January 1st all the way through. Because the, the Bible that we have is the Daily Walk Bible. So each each day gives you so many chapters to read, right? Yes. And so she's starting January 1. Oh, she's, which is Jesus. all right. She's really diving in. I Well, let me just say, I've, I'm in uh, Ruth right now. Uh, it took us uh, a year to get to Ruth. Mm-hmm. So, but we didn't do it like she's doing it, like her. Right. Right. We're she's doing following like the one, plan. Right. But let me just say, if she wants to talk about it, you can give her my phone number because I, I, I loved, I absolutely loved reading the first five books of the Bible. I mean, it was just, and like I said, it got really tedious in uh, like Leviticus. Um, there was, I mean, numbers, all of that was just so and that, and I hate to say that God's word was tedious, but it really, it was challenging, you know, to try sure. to read through that. But so much good stuff in there. I mean, Sharon and I, like today, we were reading through, and we're like, uh, and it, it was the, it was the very first chapter of Ruth, and the verse, uh, I'm gonna go wherever you go, I'll stay wherever you stay, I'll, your God will be my God. That Bible verse was read at my wedding. Uh, rich in mind's mm-hmm. wedding because we felt like that we felt like wherever you go i'm gonna go and but that story was a that was not between a man and a woman that was between ruth and her daughter-in-law i mean i'm sorry naomi and her daughter-in-law ruth ruth said that to naomi after they were broken right anyway but uh what we found in that our what our takeaway that day today was uh, a commitment, a commitment to your relationship with God, just like Ruth was committed to Naomi. You, you should have that commitment. You know, wherever you go, God, I'm going to go. Wherever, you know, you stay, I'm going to stay. You know, I'm going to follow you. And that was what our takeaway was. There's so much stuff. So anyway, sorry, I just went off on a tangent. So yeah, Cassie wants to talk about old, old, 
testament. I mean, again, and we, Jeremiah, I know both of us say all the time, we are not scholars. We right. are not, you know, we didn't go to seminary and we didn't study, but what we get is what God is giving us uh, every day. And he gives us a word every day. So yeah, that's pretty cool though. It's funny that she said, <laughs> it drops off in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the next page. Yes. <laughs> Turn Finish. The page. <laughs> All right, let's dive in here. So um, what I read yesterday, I thought this was interesting, and I'm just going to say it before I start reading. Above the chapter, it says, the most ancient Greek manuscripts do not include John 7, 53 through 8, 11, which I thought that was uh an interesting um, take on that. Why? I don't know. It doesn't say why. We have no idea. So this first part of it is not included in the Greek manuscripts. Okay. <clears throat> A woman caught in adultery. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer as he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. The Pharisees replied, you are making those claims about yourself. Such testimony is not valid. Jesus told them, these claims are valid, even though I make them about myself, for I know where I, I came from and where I am going, but you don't know this about me. You judge me by human standards, but I do not judge anyone. And if I did, my judgment would be correct in every respect because I am not alone. The father who sent me is with me. Your own law says that if two people agree about something, their witness is accepted as fact. I am one witness and my father who sent me is the other. Where is your father? They asked. Jesus answered, since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my father is. If you knew me, you would also know my father. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury, but he was not arrested because his time had not yet come. The unbelieving people warned. Later, Jesus said to them, I am going away. You will search for me, but will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going. The people asked, 
Is he planning to commit suicide? What does he mean? You cannot come where I'm going. Jesus continued, you are from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. I do not. That is why I said that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Who are you? They demanded. Jesus replied, the one I have always claimed to be. I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but I won't. For I say only what I have heard from the ones who sent me, and he is completely faithful. But they still didn't understand what he was talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, but they still didn't understand that he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own, but say only what the father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Then many heard him say these things. Then many who heard him say these things believed in him. Sorry. Jesus and Abraham. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham. And yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you are trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we are illegitimate. We aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me, for you are the children of your father, the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. The people retorted, you Samaritan devil, didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. 
And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. The people said, now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say, anyone who obeys my teachings will never die. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, if I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, you aren't even 50 years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. Wow, that was a lot. Yes. I tried to underline as best as I could to keep up, which is why I kept stumbling a little bit. Um, and I'm a little bit clogged for some reason. I don't know why. So I'm sorry if I'm a little nasally. Um, where, what did you, where did you start? Um, I started in verse four. Okay. Uh, where they said, teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? I just, I like how they come to him with, this is what the law says to Jesus. You know, they're coming saying, well, this is what the law says. Why, you know, knowing that what Jesus has already done and said is fulfilling the law and so they know they're trying again they're and it says they're they're trying to trap him it's right just, <laughs> it's just funny how they keep trying to trap him yeah and okay so and i remember uh and we're going to get into this in just a second but i remember in a sermon that robert uh talked about uh many years ago so, Robert, if you ever hear this message, I just want you to know that I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I hope I get this right. So they were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. And I remember him saying, I, 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 he goes, I wonder what he was writing. You know, what I was in the world the was thing. Jesus writing? Do you remember that sermon? I don't know. If yes. I don't remember the details, but I, and that's when we were reading this, I was thinking, and I thought it was Robert, but I couldn't remember, like, who talked about that? Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure it was Robert. <clears throat> and they kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, uh, but, let the but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. And so in parentheses up uh, above that, I wrote in a little, little star. Um, I think Robert mentioned that he thought that he was writing their sins down in the dust. Yes. Now that you, you say that. that? Yes, so, yes. And I don't think, I don't think he was like, uh, I don't think Jesus was specifically writing down like Pharisee, you know, 
John, whatever, right. did this. I think he was just writing because it's coming up, I think, where there's a, a list, and it's not until like, I think Ephesians or something, but there's like a list of sins that God doesn't like. I mean, there's a, there, I mean, obviously God doesn't like sin, but I mean, there's like a list of stuff like, you know, drunkenness and uh, promiscuous and, you know, all sorts of, you know, stuff. Uh, I think that's what he was writing down. I think he was writing, you know, immorality, uh, drunkenness. I think he was writing down the general sin. And so it's like, if you didn't do any of these things, then go ahead right. and stone her. So I think that's what Robert was talking about. And we don't know because it's not written down anywhere what he wrote. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we can only speculate. But I thought that was a pretty good uh, speculation on his part. And mm -hmm. I, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, and I couldn't remember who talked about it and what they said because I was, it was, I was racking my brain. What were, someone said something about Jesus writing something, but now that you say that, yeah, that comes to mind. Yeah, I just thought that was a pretty good take on this, uh, on this. So, Robert, uh, thank you so much for helping us out in this, uh, in this little uh, yeah. Bible study that we're having. And then, um, when the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one. You know, they kind of slinked off because they knew. Because we're all sinners. I mean, yeah. it's just there's not one person on this earth that hasn't committed at least one sin in their life. I mean, there's, you know, and of course, every day is a daily challenge. You know, once you recognize that you're a sinner, you realize it and then you try not to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and then Jesus stood up and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? And she's like, nope, not one of them. <laughs> And Jesus says, he's like, neither do I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to hold it against you, but just don't do it anymore. Right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So, all right. And then uh, where did you go on from there? Uh, I highlight next in, in verse 14. Did you have anything before that? I did. I, you know, I am the light of the world. Uh, if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. I, I just thought, you know, we've all heard that line. I am the light of the world. Um, and it's mentioned several times, uh, you know, throughout the Bible, it's it's mentioned. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, what part did you have? So I'm, I'm just highlighting part of his, you know, his sermon here. There, it seems like the rest of the verses are really him talking and teaching and you know, these claims are valid, uh, even though I make them about myself, where I know where I came from and where I'm going. Um, and you're judging me by human standards. So, I mean, it's just flat out Jesus saying, look, I, I am who I say I am. Yeah. You know, he, he talks in parables and he does in teachings, but he's, you know, in the rest of this chapter, I mean, he's flat out saying, I've told you again and again, I am the Father you know, I am my father, my father is me. I mean, he's just going into, I am the Messiah and they just keep not believing. Yeah. Well, um, I think that I, again, I mean, the, the Pharisees and the religious leaders are setting the standard and they're setting the example. And so there's, mm -hmm. there's people who are going to follow those guys. And then there are people who are going to follow Jesus. There's going to be a, a great division. And I think that we talked, uh, I think this was in the last chapter that there was a big division. I thought this was kind of interesting. You judge me by human standards. And I circled that yeah. um, because we all do that. You know, we all, we, you know, I, 
I'm again, I can't remember if we've had this conversation or not, so forgive me. But um, I've had conversations with non-believers and they don't understand the way God works. And so when I try to explain to them that sin is sin and it doesn't matter, you know, but God, if you're a believer and you believe in Jesus, then your sins are forgiven no matter what you've done. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, so you so Hitler can go to heaven. It's like, well, if he believed in the last seconds of his life, maybe, I don't know what God's, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know God's grace, you know, I don't, I'm because I'm not God, but it, right. according to God's grace, if you believe and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord and savior, then you will be saved. That's basically it in a nutshell. So if Hitler or any other evil person out there, any, you know, thief or, you know, rapist or murderer, if they, and there are plenty of men and women in prison who have turned their lives over to Jesus and they will go to heaven according to what God's saying here. You can't Mm -hmm. judge it on human. You have to judge it on God. And I tell that to Gabriel. I just said it to Gabriel yesterday. You know, he asked me a question and I said, you know what? If you choose to do that, that's between you and God. It's not between, you know, I I will always love you and I accept you for who you are, but I don't have to agree with what you've chosen to do. So that's between you and God. You have to make peace with that. But in God's eyes, you know, whatever it is, is sinful. Mm-hmm. So, and he makes a list of the stuff that you're not supposed to do. Okay, sorry. Get I don't know that. <laughs> get off my soapbox for a second. If I'm saying anything that's not doctrinally correct, please tell me. <laughs> Call me out on it. I'm saying that out to anybody who's listening, and I say it every day. Send us an email, you know, text us, what a, not text us, but put a note, you know, let us know that we're saying something not true. All right, anyway. Um, the last thing I have in that little section was because he said it several times in the last chapter. And then he says it again here, um, in 20, he says, Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury, but he was not arrested because his time had not yet come yet. Um, that was mentioned several times there God's timing. It's all in God's time. And it just wasn't that this this wasn't the time yet. He hadn't finished his ministry. He didn't finish doing what he had to do. And so so there it wasn't time for him to be arrested. So he's protected. God was protecting him. Yeah, which it's it's and I, that really hits home because in the rest of the chapter, I mean, he's he's saying, you know, I am and that's a direct reference to how God introduced himself to Abraham and he's, he's saying he's God and he's not arrested when he's in the temple. That's, that is divine providence there. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. Uh, so going into the next section, what did you have anything in the first like 21 to 23? Uh, you know, I had like the 23, it really, you know, you are from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. And I do not, you know, it's just, again, Jesus is all throughout this chapter just saying, you know, explaining his divinity. 
Yeah. You know, he's laying it down. Well, and he says it too. That is why I said that you will die in your sins for unless you believe that I am. And he puts that am in capital because he's saying I'm God. Right. You know, I'm, I'm one in the father, right? Mm-hmm. Who I claim to be and you will die in your sins. I, you know, again, you know, the, 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 the religious leaders are sticking to the old law. Right. And they're sticking to the old ways and they're not. They're not looking at Jesus for who he is. Like you said, Mm -hmm. he's the great I am. Yeah. Which, you know, in verse 25, then that's, they ask him again, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's got to be tired of this. His human side is probably like, come on. You know, the one I have always claimed to be. So he's been claiming it and he's been saying it, but you're just not understanding it. You're not listening. Because there it is again in verse 28, I am highlighted again. Yep. I am he. And he's the son of man. When you have lifted up the son of man on the cross, when you will, then you will understand that I am he. Mm-hmm. He's like predicting all this. It's like, how are they not getting it? Because this, when after he goes up on the cross, are they going to remember this sermon? Are they going to remember him teaching this to them? I'm kind of right. curious. Who who are going to be the ones that actually realize, like the the Roman soldier? You know, he truly is the Son of God. He truly is who he says he was. And it says, uh, then many who heard him say these things believed in him. So there are a lot of people that are realizing, okay. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, did you uh, did you have anything else in that segment? No, no, that was good. That's what I had. Yeah. And then uh, I went into thirty one. You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you mm-hmm. will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That was from Martin Luther King, wasn't it? You he said that. Yeah. It? Yeah. Sorry. I was like, was that Abraham Lincoln or was that <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody in history? No, that was Martin Luther King. Well, and you know, it just it just strikes me as the things that we do as humans and the sayings that we have and how we feel when we do different things, like this is all biblical and it's all, you know, lying gets you into trouble. And, you know, he goes on to say, you know, you're, you're a slave to your sin. And if we think about when we're sinning and when we're not doing what we're supposed to, it is, it's like, I mean, it is, it's slavery. We're addicted or we're trapped into something that we, we don't want to be. And it is freeing when we overcome that addiction or that issue or that problem. We finally just say, here's, Okay. Here's really what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, and I need to fix it. And then it's like a weight's lifted off of you. So this our basic human functions. I mean, it's just it's all godly. It's all meant to be, you know. Absolutely, that's a that's that's very good. <laughs> yeah, I I agree that it's like it's like you said, it's like a weight, you know, like a, a heavy chain, you know, and 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 it says, you know, your chains are are lifted, you know, when you when you release yourself from it and you overcome it 
Um, you know what I think about when we when you talk about carrying heavy chains is uh, the Christmas uh, Charles Dickens. A Christmas Carol. Yeah, a Christmas Carol. You yeah. know when uh, Marley comes back and he's talking about having from his life of greed and whatever. You know, it's just that's the image that comes to mind for me. That's funny you should say that. That's one of our traditions at Christmas time. We we watch the only one. I'm sorry, we're going off track here, but I, the only that we watch that all the cartoons, obviously, and then It's a Wonderful Life, which unfortunately this year we did not watch it. Our, uh, we never had the time to watch it, or we just didn't set the time aside. But anyway, um, yeah, that's exactly right. You accumulate these these heavy burdens, these heavy chains, and you know, and you're going to die with them if you don't release mm -hmm. yourself and turn your life over to Jesus. That's what it comes down to. Um, and then uh, where else? Uh, I went down into like 40. Okay. Did, did I skip over anything? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I did underline, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I think, you know, he keeps saying that they have hard hearts. Yeah. Right? So if you have a hardened hearts, there's there's no way that you can, you know, soften it enough to let Jesus in there. You're not getting the message because you're too hardened. And then they declare that Abraham is their father. Right? Yeah. And then Jesus says, no. For if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you are trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. And again, obviously, he's talking about Satan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, it's I just what comes to my mind is like we get caught up in leaders and pastors and everything and you know it, we people tend to become followers of that person instead of a follower of jesus or a follower of god you know we tend to um want to say that abraham's our father because well he's the one that wrote you know it all started with everything but no it's you get you lose the fact that abraham was what he was talking about how he lived his life was for god not for other people to follow him that's right. That's right. And he's saying, you know, follow his example, you know, the, yeah. uh, of his faithfulness uh, mm -hmm. to God. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, and then I jumped down to 42. If God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am yes. not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. For you are the children of your father, the devil. I thought this was really pertinent. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth, meaning he's always hated me. And right. because there is no truth in him, when he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell the truth, you naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. 
I mean, he's like, he's flat out calling him out. Yeah. Right. He's saying you are the children of Satan and you're here to kill me. And that's all there is to it. And they're not liking that because they're supposed to be the religious leaders. They're supposed to be the ones that are, you know, setting the right example. And, you know, he and like he said, you know, Satan has always hated the truth. And they're listening to what Satan's telling them to do. Right. Exactly. And then they report they the people retorted, <laughs> you Samaritan <laughs> devil. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? What did you have? I'm sorry, I'm talking. Go ahead. No, I had that too. I have highlighted next. I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. And I'm not trying to, and he says, you know, I'm, I have no wish to glorify myself. God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. And I tell you the truth. Anyone who hears my teaching will never die. Because what I love about Jesus, like, and he says it. He's like, I'm not here to condemn you. I'm not judging you. Look, this is just the way it is. Do the right things and 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 follow me. Listen to my teachings. That's it. You're gonna live forever. You're gonna do what God wants. That's right. You know, it's not about what you have done, it's about what you are going to do. That's right. Well, he knows too. I mean, he knows the end of the story, obviously. And he knows that there are going to be people who are going to commit their lives to Jesus. And there are going to be people who are continuing to, uh, you saw that little hand. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. Something was printed to the printer. So someone had to grab it. <laughs> That's so cute. That's funny. Um, so she should have waved. <laughs> That's live TV for you. Or well, yes. we'll be live. It will be recorded, but live. anyway, um so uh I, I lost my train of thought um god did not jesus did not come to this earth to glorify himself that's basically what right. it comes down to and he knows that after he's up on the cross god will glorify him and that's that's ultimately you know and after he rises from the dead he knows that that's going to be how god is going to glorify him and honor him so yeah. um and then, uh, but I do not, I, but I do know him and obey him. Your father, Abraham, rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. You know, so he knew Abraham. You know, he saw it when Abraham came to, you know, when he died and came to heaven, he knew him. He see, you know, he yeah. knows Moses. He knows Elijah. He knows all the guys. You know, he's like, you know, he's part of the, 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 the band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, in the very last uh, 58, I tell you the truth, before Abraham was ever born, I am. Mm -hmm. Right? And yep. they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. I thought that was kind of cool that God somehow miraculously hid him. How did that happen? Yeah. I don't know. But I thought that was pretty cool. Did you have anything else? Well, I just, you know, the, the book of John is just really emphasizing the point that Jesus is God and how Jesus taught that, look, I and the father in one, this is why I'm here. And it, it's just so, such a focal point, I think, of the whole book. 
I think you're right. I mean, it's like he's he's saying, you know, his this is his uh, divine uh, being. You know, mm -hmm. this is God. God, and uh, I think you're right. I think that that's exactly what the Book of John is all about. I think um, you nailed it. I think you're absolutely right. This was really good. I thought uh, I thought this was. I, I say that every day. I. <laughs> I can't help it. You know, we would say it, it's like, it's just a blessing. You know, every day we're sitting here, like, you know, God reveals a, a little more to us with every chapter. And, you know, that's exactly what we're all about, you know, um, and I'm going to do our plug. This is what Leave My Faith podcast is all about, you know, uh, is learning a new little nugget from, from God, from one chapter. That's all you have to do. You know, again, quoting Robert, you know, read the Bible, do what it says. It's that simple. <laughs> God's manual, you know, right? God's manual. It's that simple. So, so um, I think we are at uh, the moment of giving you the opportunity uh, for you uh, listeners, readers, watchers out there uh, to uh commit your life to Jesus, just like he's telling you to do in order to commit, uh, in order to be saved, in order to have eternal life, you have to believe in Jesus, say it out loud and believe it in your heart. So uh, I guess I will go ahead and uh, lead them in that prayer. And uh, any believers who want to say it with us, please feel free to, to do that. <clears throat> so let's pray. Heavenly, holy God, Today, I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will give my life to him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, uh, congratulations and welcome to the uh, eternal life and to the brotherhood and sisterhood of Jesus Christ. Um, so we uh, encourage you to get to a church, right? Uh, yeah. Find a church that's comfortable for you, that teaches from the Bible. Um, join a ministry, lead a group. Uh, do volunteer work, um, but get involved and tell somebody, uh, mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you gave your life to Jesus, because that's kind of important and, and celebrate. I mean, this is a celebration yeah. of life. I mean, it's a celebration of life. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's what we're here about, trying to save lives. We are shepherding men. That's what we're trying to do. Exactly. And so, you know, email us at Lorraine at leap of faith org, Jeremiah at leap of faith org. Let us know. Uh, you made the decision. Uh, let us know if you have any prayer requests or, you know, things that are going on. You know, we'd love to, to talk to you, hit us up on Facebook, uh, check out our YouTube channel. You know, uh, we're here for you. And, uh, that means prayers. That means prayers. That just means you just want to say something, just say something. We we've heard a little bit this and that. So, we're okay with that. 
Yeah, we are. We definitely are. We we understand. Uh, we're like we said in the beginning. We don't have perfect lives. We've got stuff going on, but we're not too busy to pray. Um, I posted that. I try to post from that little Bible app that we have on our phones. Uh, mm. You know, it gives you that Bible verse of the day. And uh, I, I I have resigned myself to the fact that on I'm still on Facebook, um, but. Uh, I don't post anything negative anymore. Um, I, I don't get political anymore. Well, I did post a picture. <laughs> there was a picture. I, I was at the gas pump and somebody stuck a sticker and not anyway. Oh, was, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, anyway, uh, about gas prices <laughs> and who was to blame for the gas prices. Uh, we are, like I told you, we're almost at $5 a gallon. That's crazy know, that's out crazy. here. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I really do try not to post that stuff because uh, I have people who have opposite political views of what I believe in. And so I don't want to get into that kind of stuff. So, so uh, I post the I'm, Bible verse a day. Yeah. That's good. Cause it's very hard to have those discussions with certain people, civil discussions. Yes, and I I'm not um, quick enough, and I'm not educated enough. I, I mean, I'm the first to say it. I mean, I know enough, but I don't know enough to have the argument. Right. Um, and I don't have the time to sit and like listen or read news all day long. Yeah. I don't have time for that. I barely have time to hydrate myself during the day. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, sometimes I forget to eat, um, which is crazy because I love to eat. So uh, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, everybody, please, you know, share uh, this with others too. I mean, get the word out that we are getting the word out. Um, you know, we any and all support uh, from our listeners out there is greatly appreciated because you know if I've got four hundred friends on my Facebook. I'm sure other people have at least that many because I don't know a lot of people. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, share it with somebody. Once they connect with one of the podcasts, uh, you can get into, once you find one, you can get into all of them, right, uh, Jeremiah? Right. Yeah. So, um, and again, we are trying desperately to get YouTube videos up. Um, I, it's my fault. I, I take full blame for not getting my job done. <laughs> but again, got a lot of stuff going on. I got, you know, I'm still raising children. So uh, yes. I think you guys aren't important, but my children come first always as my husband does. So, so, well, let's do the little things. It's the little things. Yes. That, um, what I can't even remember what we, what we decided on. So currently, um, our church, Community Bible Church, is doing a 21-day fast. So they like, to, they like it's prayer and fasting. And so uh, they do this uh, at the beginning of every, every year now. They've been doing it for several years now. And so we were going to talk a little bit about that because, um, you know, he goes into talking about, well, Jesus talks about fasting. Uh, Jesus makes the comment, not if you fast, but when you fast. And you can pray without fasting, but you can't fast without praying. And so the whole purpose of this is just kind of start the new year off with, you know, 
uh, really getting focused in on God and, and focusing in on a life. So the what what the fast is, and there, there's different ways to fast, um, whether you do just go straight on liquids and just do water. Uh, I think that what Jesus did when he would fast, he would fast from food and, and liquid for 40 days. Uh, if you want to do that, you can, but then it, you know, it goes to maybe you're just fasting uh, the Daniel diet, which is what fruits and vegetables basically, um, or fast from something specific, whether it's um, a specific food or type of food, or if it's, he even brings up like social media, but essentially pick something to fast from. And so that you're doing every day so that instead of doing that thing, whatever it may be, you know, to I need to pray. So it just gets you in a closer communication of God, really. Okay. You know, and I, I don't do it justice, but there, he did, a, you know, does a whole sermon about really explaining why we do it, how we do it. And and so I guess we can just talk about, I, I'm fasting. I don't okay. know if you are. Um, so I'm doing, so I am really bad with carbonated beverages. Mm-hmm. Soda is really big for me, like. I could sit and 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 drink a lot of soda. So it's it's something that I go to for whenever I'm stressed. I don't go to alcohol or drugs, but I'll, I'll give myself a diet soda. <laughs> right? That's interesting. That's um, interesting. If I'm sitting and just lounging, I want to have a soda. If I'm working, I want a soda. So it's 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 been um it, and that helps me every time I think about, well, I wish I could have a, a Dr. Pepper, or Big Red, whatever it is. And I think about, no, I'm not. I'm going to rather concentrate on God and pray. Whatever's going on that makes me feel like I need one or want one or would love one, then it's about, well, refocusing that want to God. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. It's okay. And, and then when I mentioned earlier, it's been a slow week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you're fasting, they call it a fast, but the joke is, well, why is it so slow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So uh I I traditionally do um Lent. I always give up something. And I got that from my friend Shan, who way back working at the church, uh, she came to me and said, Hey, I'm giving up excuse me, uh, I think it was Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, wow, that's a biggie because I was really heavily into Diet Coke. The fact that you brought that up, that's interesting. So I gave up Diet Coke uh, with her. And uh, honestly, and that wasn't the time that I actually gave it up permanently. I actually don't drink. And I have a stockpile of soda in my garage because my husband loves uh, beverages carbonated mm-hmm. beverages. So we have Diet Coke, Mountain Dew, you name it, it's back there. Root beer, Gabriel's root beer, ginger ale, you name it. So I generally do not. I I drink carbonated when we go out for dinner, like if we go for hamburgers or something like that or pizza, I'll have a soda uh, generally. But I flipped to um, peach mango tea, crystal light, which is again, not very good for you because it's got apparently a aspartame in it. I don't know how good or bad it is. I I don't know, but I've been drinking that for probably 40 years. So I'm still here. (laughs) Haven't kicked yet. Um, 
So, so I have actually been doing the uh, the Lent fast for years. I've done chocolate. I've given up lunches. I've given up, uh, or not lunches, eating out, eating out. I, I a plethora of things. So when Ed started doing the 40 day fast, which you said he doesn't do that now, it's down to 21 days right, because right. it rolled into uh, Lent and people were like, you know, fasting for like 80 days or something. <laughs> a long time. So uh, two years ago, I think it was, I gave up Facebook mm-hmm. and when I, I didn't miss it. I, I put a little note out there saying, I'm, I'm not going to be on for a while. I'm giving it up. And let me say, I realized how much time that was taking up. And so I am intermittently on Facebook just to look at my right. friends, just to look to see what the family's up to. I generally don't answer. I might put a little heart, you know, on something, but I don't make comments generally. I don't wish people happy birthday anymore. It takes up way too much time. Oh yeah. If I don't do that. Yeah. If there's somebody that I know personally or are pretty close to, I will text them a happy birthday. So right that's on. That's what I do. Thing, right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, so that helped me to get over that. So that's two things that now I've given up and I've not gone back to really um, chocolate. I gave up many and many a time. I cannot give up chocolate permanently. That is just never, ever going to happen. (laughs) Chocolate is my go-to. So it's not a comfort thing. I just like chocolate, Mm -hmm. period. So uh, actually, I had an idea of what I was going to do, and now it went out of my head. Oh, I know. So my addiction I'm going to say it flat out. I'm a gamer. I'm, I'm I'm not a Nintendo gamer. I like to play solitaire. I play words with friends still with like five people. Um, I do jigsaw puzzles, which I haven't done because I've been doing uh, solitaire. Solitaire is my go-to when I'm stressed out, like your soda. I, I When you said that, it, I realized that that's what I do. So I'm going to give up solitaire. Nice. I'm going to give up the solitaire and not, and I'm telling you, I play it right before I go to bed. Like I'll play uh-huh. a couple of games before I go to bed. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to pick up a book, I guess. <laughs> pick up my Bible. Wouldn't that be smart? <laughs> well, and you know, my daughter, my, uh, Raina, my 18 year old, she's given up, she's fasting from TikTok. Oh which man. Is, She's been a lot of time on that because you can look at the hours when you look at your app, you can like see the hours that you spent on different apps. So that's a big one for her. So I'm pretty proud of her and I hope that she sticks to it. Um, I I don't do TikTok. It's fun. Is it? I I really, I, I guess I just realized I don't really have the time for that. I don't, don't. I don't. Well, I, it, I don't do it. It's not like even during the day, I don't look at TikTok, but if it's, before bed or when I had time, like, <clears throat> it's just funny. It's, it's just videos and I can get caught up in it really yeah. quick and, and lose 30 minutes. is easy to lose yeah. on TikTok. But what's interesting is it's not just like funny videos. Like it's, it's all kinds of stuff. Like I follow, uh, financial people, motivational, motivational speakers, 
but I do follow other people that are, you know, they've got funny animal stuff now. I think cats right now are on my feet. So, oh my um, so but, I don't know the whole, uh, like, I don't know how it works. Is it kind of like you have a certain thing that you like to look at and then it kind of picks up on that? Like the algorithm, yeah. is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So see, I don't want to get into yet another thing that somebody is going to know what I like to look at. Not that, I mean, I, you know, not that I look at anything bad or anything like that, but no, but yeah, you know, I just don't want to, I told you the story. Did I ever tell you a story about looking for a king size bed? Did I tell you about that? Mm -mm. Okay. So real quick, I'll try to tell you the story real quick. I was visiting Sharon in San Antonio and her house is huge. And we're in her little breakfast nook. I have my computer set up there. And her bedroom is far away from the kitchen nook. So I'm on my computer and I'm, I was doing something with, I don't know, whatever, but I have my phone, my, my Android phone. And we started talking about king size beds. And I said, I walked back to her room and I said, uh, I said, you've got a king size bed. And uh, I said, what's the difference? And she's like, I don't know, like between a California king and a king. And I Mm -hmm. said, oh, so I went back to my computer, right? Started to type in, what is the diff, D-I-F? I didn't even get to the next part of it. And it filled in between a king size and a, a California king bed. I'm like, what? I, I said, Sharon, Look at this. I said, my phone picked up because my phone and my computer are connected through Google. I'm freaking out. I'm going, oh, yeah. I didn't finish it. And it finished it out for me. So don't mm-hmm. tell me that Big Brother ain't listening because it's Oh, listening. they know. Oh, oh it's listening. Freak me, it's out. Listening. Freak me out. Yeah. So well, I don't want to get another venue to figure out, you know, <laughs> what, what I'm doing, where I'm going, you know. Yeah, I don't need that. So, so and let me tell ahead. you, let me tell you my story real quick. So, I did uh, a few years ago. Uh, gosh, now it's probably been more than a few, but several years ago, I did diet sodas before for my fast, and I think I did it during Lent, and I made it through Lent and it, out of Easter, and I was still like off of it, and then I was living life like I don't ever have to drink sodas again. And I won. So my favorite soda is is Big Red Zero. Favorite, like uh, always. I won a six month supply. Oh no! Yes. Wow. So I fell off the wagon. I fell <laughs> off the wagon and got. <laughs> That's hard to do when you got a six month supply of it. It was a. I got. I got a bunch of coupons that I could get one twelve pack a week. For six months. And you could drink a whole 12 pack in a week? Like a day? <laughs> I like uh, it's so weird. Like, so a, a can, I could, I could, I can, I can drink a lot. But if I get the cans, like, I kind of know how many I'm drinking. So I'll buy two liters, but I can go through a two liter easy. Wow. It's terrible. Yeah, it's that's terrible. Not good. That's not good no. for your insides. No, no. but it's easy. I, yeah. I have my last night. I did. I had a. <laughs> so we started the fast Monday morning. So Sunday, that was my Fat Tuesday. Did you binge? <laughs> you 
pinch. <laughs> and you didn't purge, which is good. <laughs> Don't pinch I, and I was like, this is it. This is it. I'm going to get the last. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. That's that so terrible. crazy. All right. It's so I'm a couple of days behind, obviously, on my 21 days. But I will start today uh, cool. with my fasting of not playing I'm going to say computer games, um, my solitaire, and uh, I play Sudoku too. The reason why I play games, and I know maybe as people get older, they'll, they'll understand this, but I like to keep my brain active mm -hmm. and I try to beat my scores. So I'm, mm -hmm. like, if I'm doing it fast, you know, it means that I'm making quick decisions. So with solitaire, I'm, I'm on a timer. And so... I'm trying to do it quicker and I cannot beat my score. I have tried and it's so frustrating that I cannot get below the stupid score. And I, I mean, I my time on one game was like three, three minutes and like 50 seconds or something. That's fast to play a solitaire yeah, that's game. That's pretty quick. So I don't know if like my hand is not going quick enough on my mouse or I'm just slowing down like completely. I don't know. I mean, you know, 58. <laughs> You get a little slower. So anyway, well, today was wonderful. I have really enjoyed uh, our reading today and, uh, and of course, talking with you, Jeremiah. I wish we could do this five days a week. I really do. I know. I know. It would be fun, right? It would be. It would Eventually. be. Maybe, you know, we'll see what happens here. We'll see what God has planned for us. And, uh, you know, again, getting more people out there listening uh, will be a blessing getting more people on board. I think I told you that I had one friend who said that she was going to start doing it with us. So um, I haven't checked to see who or what. I haven't seen our numbers, but. I hadn't looked either. But you know what? Share it with somebody out there. Just uh, keep uh, promoting us. And uh, maybe one day we will be able to do it five days a week. And maybe we can go live one day. That would be really fun. Right? That'd be fun. Like live, live. I mean, this yeah. is kind of live because we don't edit it. This is like, and I said that yesterday when I was doing my uh, five times, I had to stop and start, stop and start. There were dogs, there was this, there was that. And I finally, on like the sixth time, I'm like, look, this is it. Uncut version. It is a go. This is it. Right. <laughs> so uncensored, whatever I said, uh, you know. So uh, anyway. Uh, any last words there, Mr. Campbell? Have a great week, and uh, I will look forward to next week. I will do the same, and God bless everybody out there. And we'll see. I will see you on Monday. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>